0: Welcome to Late Night Riders. I'm joined by my mom, Kristen, and my grandma, Debbie. And today we're gonna talk a little bit about our future plans at RAM. We're excited.
1: We are. We're talking about building another barn. So we wanted to share with you our thoughts of what we're going to be doing um, in the process of what we'll be taking when we build the barn. So we're probably at least a year out on it, but we, do our homework just like everybody else. We're horse owners just like you are. And, um, you know we're trying to put all of our ducks in a row so that we make sure that we don't miss everything get that barn built and you're like oh wish i would have done this so the planning stages are the best and that's what we do with all of our customers is the planning so we understand what you go through so anyway we're talking about the barn can so you, go ahead
0: can you tell us a little bit about like what you did in the meantime um we currently don't have a barn so we don't have what were some yeah. of the things that yep. you did yeah. knowing that eventually you would be putting in a yep. barn
1: so we're in a kind of a transitional stage mm-hmm. you know of going from <clears throat> a move to actually getting the barn and so we decided at the at our office right at rampants and stalls that we would put up um, our portable stalls that we have and um, use those for outside sheds they're solid um they uh i mean they're such a good stall we we built, um, Um, around the stall itself and put a roof on it and our son did that did a lot of work to to put it together but it came together very nicely and um the horses have in and outs basically what i call an in and out it's a shed that they can go in and out of um and last year they were outside and they fared really really well Mm -hmm. with the sheds we had a unbelievably cold winter that the drop was really cold mm-hmm. for a while i don't know it was one of our coldest drops that we've had and they did
2: fine we're supposed it. to have another one <clears throat> i would say even going back though what we've come from so when ram when we actually were growing up we had um a barn that my grandparents had built, before we right? were ever your mom and dad yeah. your mom and dad built and um we had a couple horses and an acre but we had trails that were behind the house and we would ride the trails Mm -hmm. and you know each of us had ridden to our school because we both went to the same school you and i did
1: um, elementary school yep yep. it's second second generation yep and
2: Mm -hmm. then we moved out to ram road where we had an arena we had like big major stalls for us which was a big deal um and it was an indoor barn we never had anything like that with 20 acres and that mm-hmm. was where we really took off with our riding we mm-hmm. we went from western and our neighbor was a fox hunter and mm-hmm. we she taught us how to ride english and mm-hmm. um i know for mindy and i we we rode english and we never went back <laughs> to western and you for the most part did too i mean but you could ride either way because you would ridden for so long mm-hmm. Um, and then, then and you drove moved to, we drove the horse. we yeah, horses. You, yeah. Yeah. You had Fred mm-hmm. in the big carriage and you would do parades and all sorts mm-hmm. of things. So those were fun times. And that was like, you know, friends down the road, like ever, it seemed like everybody had horses. So everybody mm-hmm. would come over, we would all ride, we'd do the fox hunting thing. We'd drive an hour into close to Ann Arbor, Michigan, where they had Waterloo Hunt Club. And mm-hmm. that was, that was the best we time. We being
1: in the hunt club. Yeah. It was wonderful. And we learned a lot by riding with that group and um uh additionally being in that area right there taught us a lot because we did transition from the the western to the english and and loved that and then the we boarded horses at the time too we had Mm -hmm. a lot of people at the farm Mm -hmm. and learned a lot about all kinds of different horses at that time even um Foaling next door. Mary mm-hmm. had foals. And we, we had it at our lot. house, we too. We did. We did, we did mm-hmm. a lot with the uh, foaling and that type of thing. So,
2: Yeah. So we had this really awesome marina there, you know, but we felt like it was too small, just a little too small. What was it?
1: I think it was, I want to say, if I recall... It wasn't sixty. Are you sure? Foot wide. I don't think it was sixty by one eighty. It was sixty by one twenty. It wasn't as long. Yeah, it was a little smaller. But we had actually, um, I'm a person that was at our barn too that had youth riders and we had she would do her lessons in there, and it worked mm-hmm. out fine. Um, a little tighter than what probably a lot of people maybe we would even like today, but um, that size worked out really well. And I would just say that if you're thinking about doing it indoor, just to kind of interject and say this that gave us plenty of room to ride. Um, if you were gonna be setting up jumps and that type of thing, you probably want it to be be nicer to have it not be quite so tight mm-hmm. on the turns, but you could do a lot in that indoor. So, mm-hmm. you know, we were I mean it was it was wonderful.
2: It was and really boy wonderful. did we ever that's yeah. the that's where I took your dad on his very first horse ride, maybe over <laughs> a jump. Didn't how to ride. <laughs>
0: Didn't know how to ride. She put him on a horse. If you want to hear that on, full go over story a jump. Yeah, um, watch our <clears throat> first episode, rambling. Yeah, Ram-ly. Ram-ly. yeah. yeah. <laughs> so
2: everybody s- learned how to ride. Yeah, so then we um, mm-hmm. all kind of picked up and moved out an hour west of here, and we. Would you say
0: that was your dream barn?
2: Um, <laughs> which one, the Ram Road,
0: mm-hmm.
2: the in Brian? In Brian. Mm-hmm. Um it was. I the barn was beautiful
1: that we built. It, it was lovely and um, it was very functional it was the sounds might sound funny but it was actually a little too big
2: it was way too big it was a
1: little too big yeah and so it was a 12
2: stall barn but when we first moved Mm -hmm. out there there was a pole barn and you Mm -hmm. put the portables in oh yeah before we even and everything had to be fenced because it was all
1: open land The, the thing that's so nice about it we had from a pony to a draft horse in those stalls and they're they're they, you can take them apart. Yes, they can be portable, but they're built so strongly that they can be used as a solid stall, and they're great for an open span. Open span, excuse me, barn, and so this was was a a, a pole barb. Building with no supports in it, so it was open span. So we put the portable stalls in there. So we <laughs> went
2: from everything at RAM being like generously sized, you know, from you know a one acre to twenty acres, and everything really nice and tidy, to oh, completely to... open. Everything was open. We had there was we had. A- you really you had over 100 acres so i thought we
1: were up to 150 at that time but mm-hmm. then we had and a lot of it was woods, to, and and woods and farming right and, exactly right. right so that was um open and um typically where we lived in brian it was we didn't realize but it was very very windy there we i mean they say chicago's the windy city <laughs> Brian, not Bryan, anything
2: like brian extremely windy a lot of yeah.
1: farmland and open areas so um So the indoor came in really handy because we did love to ride in the woods and so forth, but the big open areas were just... uh, But you had
2: to build the indoor. First, you built like an outdoor shed. I remember that the girls were little, so little that... Still had the Um, shed. Yeah, we do. We built it as a family together. Um,
1: Everybody, Paul, I can't remember who all was there, Mike, um, you, the little girls, and I don't know who else were. We were inside more than we were out. I feel like I remember (laughs) that.
2: Yeah, you mm-hmm. guys were pretty little when mm-hmm. they did that, so yeah. that was kind of, you know... I think they, we you guys laid had
1: built... a coat in the corner of the shed as we were building it, so they could lay down and take a nap, even. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was so cute.
0: Was that the one mm-hmm. where we did the photo? Yeah, yeah, okay, your, your, so Your so special you picture, yeah. your special <laughs>
1: photo, that was it. So we built a shed, and the shed is um, a big shed, bro, shed, uh, and learned from that shed that mm-hmm. you need to put anchors on your sheds because because of the windy city <laughs> yeah. and brian it blew over once which is terrible to say but anyway we learned that you know we yeah. picked it back up anchored we've learned it a lot we've learned a lot and then um uh actually moved it here it's actually at our our brand fence installs facility now for our horses mm-hmm. that they go into but Our bigger horses go into that So one.
2: after we built all of that, built the fence, you know, on this big land and the pastures were just huge. So even trying to ride in a pasture got mm-hmm. scary. We kind of went through a period of time where we had some new horses and they they were a little unsettled. We were Green it was yeah, we were a little Green unsettled horses. and mm-hmm. got a little like we needed again, we mm-hmm. needed an arena, we needed a barn. Mm-hmm. And so your papa and, you know, your dad, you know, went into mm-hmm. Designing this barn. Oh, he went into designing it already. Right. In design <clears throat> mode. Yeah. And and if it's not after being in the barn that we were in in, in at Ram, he was like, "Well, we're going to do this and we're going to do it right this time." So yes. he went. He was a way shaker over.
0: Shaker and a mover. <laughs> he, he was. Shaker
1: and a mover went way overboard, but we had characteristics and things from that that. I'll never forget that we'd like to apply and put into the next barn. So Mm -hmm. um, the barn was was beautiful. The thing about it was that he made sure that the barn was open at the end so that when the wind came through, uh, the wind would come through the barn so that the horses had great ventilation. That was a big thing. We wanted to be sure that there was air movement. At our other barn, originally on Ram Road, yes, there was air movement, but it wasn't Um, the indoor wasn't situated so that the wind blew through it so there wasn't a lot of air movement and we knew we wanted that so Mm -hmm. you can use the what you have you know Mm -hmm. god-given elements to to uh, make that barn work and be uh, nice for you so he situated so the wind could come through um we wanted the it was kind of like built like a t basically the stalls were out in front the indoor went the opposite direction in the back of it and uh the aisle way was large we had a mm-hmm. larger aisle way than normal so that a tractor could go down it or make not a complete turn but so that we weren't banging into stalls because that's another thing you have people that maybe you work in your aisle way or whatever you get your stalls in and then people you know are hitting the the stalls with the equipment and so forth.
2: And that was nice. <clears throat> the The barn that he designed, that part of it was, Open it span. really was awesome. It was beautiful. And what the elements that we did put in there, which we'll talk about, were awesome. One thing that we did find, and this is why we research everything and have done things and know that we need different different plans, is we had done stamped concrete in there. Mm-hmm. And the horses just mm-hmm. slid all over that stamped concrete. Mm-hmm. And now we know pavers you know, are so much more Mm -hmm. gentle for the horses, and and for us as well, because it was a little scary walking Mm -hmm. them in and out when it would get damp in there. Mm
1: -hmm. And it was something that we just had to be careful with, because the dew in the morning on the concrete would make it a bit slippery, and everybody knows that, but we felt with it being stamped, and it was was colored stamped, um, it looked like cobblestone, it was Mm -hmm. beautiful, but on the same hand, um, we learned uh, that we needed to rough up the surface, and um, you know, wasn't quite as bad but the pavers of course are going to be your ultimate so that horses don't slip or slide or whatever mm-hmm. and um, that was a really nice feature
2: so the things that, that we are talking <clears throat> about when we start the, talking about the new barn and what we would like to do what we think you know, were the most awesome things is the way that he had designed that open design for the airflow and then we had uh, we had the fans
1: mm-hmm. um we had overhead fans um, that were above each of the stalls. We had bright, bright our bright, bright lighting that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, that Noblem- res- nobleman resembles nobleman stalls. <clears throat> the lighting resembles the actual daylight. Nobleman stalls. Um, we didn't. I didn't want wanted just straight nobleman stalls, but we also had the um, the the round ornate tops on top that were beautiful. The gold tops. It's just pretty. And then the windows that we had, we had windows in each stall and they each had a, um, a Dutch door that, uh, there was a overhang, a porch that was outside on both sides of the stalls, but, um, the horses, we could open the doors and they could put their heads out if they wanted to, but it wasn't, uh, mainly made to take horses in and out. It wasn't, we didn't have anything connected Mm -hmm. to it in the way of, Paddocks because those small paddocks that you put, which we call in and out paddocks, um, are really super high traffic areas. And I'll tell you what, there's not a whole lot that you can put up that the horses aren't going to, in a short period of time, abuse that unless you have very quiet horses or horses that are um, maybe recuperating, something like that. But um, so the doors were more functional to let the air through and so forth the windows that we had are the windows that we like our, with our window grills and so forth that we have here um we also made sure that there was a the the material that we use inside of the windows was um I'm trying to think of the material what you call it but it's actually something that was wipeable all the window soles could be wiped out and um not like vinyl but there's a That was something that we did, though, that made the windows clean. You could clean them very easily. We could dust everything, make sure everything was clean. Um, The ledges were – tried to eliminate as many ledges as we could so that the dust didn't hang on the ledges and that type of thing. And um, if
2: anybody knows Debbie Dispro, they will know that she has a very clean barn, and that anybody who <laughs> goes, well, we wanted anybody it to be, who, who takes care who of the barn. Clean. No, you are very clean. But, but <laughs> Laura, are, who used to
1: work on a yeah. barn, might. If she were here, she might say, well, yeah, we had to keep it clean. Because we did have barn cleaning days, and we would clean everything. You everything know, was clean,
2: but I, we just, would re-clean. <laughs> barns get
1: dusty, and I just wanted mm-hmm. to keep it clean. No, so we did you know, and it was very pretty. Yeah, it was. And it was, it, when people came, we had clinics, we had mm-hmm. um, clinicians that came and so forth. And, you
2: know, we wanted it to be nice for the people that came. And the thoroughbred stalls that we had, The um, when you had the clinics, people were amazed how the horses handled those like how they felt at the end of the day. They've been worked yeah. and then they went in and they were so well rested after they had been on the thoroughbeds.
1: Thoroughbeds are uh, just wonderful. I don't I, I didn't we had again from minis, ponies, horses to draft horses that were in the stalls from all different age brackets and um the the thoroughbeds were they are wonderful i cannot wait to have them again Mm -hmm. and um just so soft for the horses they lay down more we had people that came in with horses that were sport horses that said that their horses actually rested and um slept attitudes were better with the horses Mm -hmm. um people's attitudes with their horses were better because their horses were better so it made for a really good match so um
2: I think the biggest effect that it had was on our draft oh, horse goodness. who um you know <laughs> as he got older he it was harder for him to walk around and he would we would do the night turnouts bring him in the fans would be on, the wind would be coming through, like a breeze would be coming through. He pleasant. would, you don't have to use many shavings, it was so easy to clean. Mm-hmm. And then he would lay down and he would snore. And mm-hmm. I have videos of him snoring, he was so cute. And he had not done that before, I mean, no. with the, you know, any rest. of the other stalls that they we rested. had It yeah. was
1: really um, cute, because for a time, we had our other side of our barn, we had a an area where we... Um, had like a viewing area and we had a, a kind of like a living area. So we also used that as a um, office at one point and we had um, people in and out of the office. So like 10 o'clock in the morning, I don't know why, they all wanted to take their naps and we kind of tiptoe into the barn from the living area and um just stand and listen and you could hear all these little mm-hmm. snores from the stalls it was really really cute and they just simply lay down i mean you could walk down the aisle quietly and nobody even raised their heads mm-hmm. it was cute so everybody got rest um and that was really really nice in the barn the other thing that i really liked was that we had waters in the stalls mm-hmm. um i can tell people too that if you're wondering about waters because people want to be able to Um, know how much water the horses drink. You can put gauges on your waters to see how much water the horses consume or drink during the day. Um, We had those in our stalls. And then each water line to each individual stall, we had a cutoff switch Mm -hmm. um, in like a back area uh, behind the stalls where all of the, the water lines came together. And that was such a good thing because if something happened where you needed to work on one of the waters or um, horses weren't in that particular stall, you could just take that handle. They were numbered per stall. There were 12. And you could just take that handle and shut Mm -hmm. it off and easily turn off the water to that stall. So, for example, even people with stalls that are barns that are smaller, if they are uh, um, connected to your house water line, let's just say, and something happens where a water line breaks. Um, we were notorious for having water lines break, always at Thanksgiving. Yes, Thanksgiving, <laughs> for some reason, yeah. I don't know why. But anyway, um, at the house, and so not just anyway, once, but multiple times yeah, while well, yeah. we're trying to make Thanksgiving dinner. This was on dinner. Ram Road. This was on Ram Road. <laughs> this was really funny because we always had big, big dinners too, and, and served our whole family. So, um, but uh, we learned our lesson, and we put those water shut offs on I would just say that's another thing that I would do per each stall and then a shut off from the barn to the house too Mm -hmm. you don't have to shut everything down to Mm -hmm. repair your water you don't want to be down for a day or even part of a day let alone longer Mm -hmm. so that's a really good that was a really good thing Um, electricity wise too The other thing that we wanted to do which uh some people may say it's a bit much but and i know it's more but all of our electrical lines were run through conduit we wanted to be sure that there was we eliminated any chance of fire Mm -hmm. um, and that was a really big thing barn fires are huge Um, you need to check your electric in your barns if they're older Uh, fortunately we never had any problems with our barn on ram road um, but we did check the um, make sure that we did do that with our electrical lines, and uh, it's a it's a it's a good thing to do. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing to have that, so that you know that everything's secured. Nothing gets chewed into by mice or anything like that, or over time wears out. It's all in the conduit.
0: Did you like your tack room?
1: Love the tack room. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, we had a tack room too that was large enough that when we had a clinic, we could have a table with the people in it and be around the table with our tack. Um, in the tech room, and then we also had an area that was nice for um some a sink for being able to uh wash tack clean tack and uh being able to hang it while we worked on it and um at that time too, we did have a washer and dryer mm-hmm. now that's that's a luxury to me that was luxury it yeah. was a luxury. But um, we did have that washer and dryer, so we could wash blankets, wash any of our towels, anything that we needed for the horses, so saddle pads. Um, it was all, you know, in that in that washer and that dryer, which, which helped a lot. Um, and we used it. Um,
2: so speaking of just the tack room, like I have seen now that, you know, we have the... the instagram and all of those things to look at or pinterest i have seen so many cool tack rooms do you think that you would change that tack room at all like when we go to redo this one i always wanted i I, we've talked about this before though we've talked we've seen these really neat
1: uh ways to to you know, put your saddle on a rack or, um, you know, maybe even like, I don't want to say cubbies. I don't know. You know mm-hmm. better than I do, Kristen. You know, but they're almost like little individual places to put your tack mm-hmm. and your, your uh, bridle, that type of thing. Like, I, I would like to look at that. Um, it's always budget. Like everybody else, you need to look at the budget. Mm-hmm. We saw something that was really, really interesting, though, the other day. We saw it looked like a, a library, a card the library card drawers
2: mm-hmm.
1: that pulled out, that had like a little, a drawer pulled out of the wall and the saddle sat on oh, top yeah, of that. Yeah, yep. And then when you were done, you could push that back yeah, in. Yeah, that's cool. So you'd have to have something where it was, I, I'm not sure how it would be built, but anyway, we saw that you could push that back in so that when the saddle wasn't there, you had a flatter mm-hmm. space on your wall. Of course, there are drop-down saddle racks and things like that that you could use. You wouldn't have to go to that extreme. But it was pretty. It was something that was different and I thought that was pretty yeah, pretty neat.
2: I, do you like I the think, classic darker colors? I
1: I'm old school. I'm an old school. <laughs> I girl. like the
2: I like the white and bright colors, but yeah. I would be afraid to do that in a in a barn like where we would have to continually I mean you can see every little you know dirt spot on there and mm-hmm. and so in a in, Kristen's a, up with in a Debbie in a Debbie Disborough barn we would not do that because we would be washing old the walls all the time
0: you know I posted a tack room um like different ideas for tack rooms and a lot of them were white and it was on our Facebook page and I got so many comments saying why would you put white in <laughs> yeah. a tack yeah, And
2: I agree with that. They're very pretty to look at. And if you can do that and you have the time to do that, I think, you know. and we it's we still keep everything extremely clean. But we will have a Pinterest board or a mood board for, you know, when we go to build all of this. And um, I'm excited to, you yeah. know, see where, where everybody's ideas yeah. come from and what colors we choose. One thing that was brand new to us, um, we had a couple things that were brand new to us at the barn, but the wash stalls. Those were so nice, weren't mm-hmm. they? We it never was. had that it before. Was
1: very nice. And I'll say too, the tech room we did have the pine walls that were mm-hmm. beautiful because we got the um knotty pine, but it was beautiful in that room. So, you know, I, I still like that. That's that's me okay so back to the wash stalls. everything so was like,
2: natty pine the whole thing was pine. not it was the, it. any of the pictures that you see in our advertising from the noblemans yeah. um you know not we it had newer pretty. pictures but it was very pretty but it mm-hmm. was all the whole thing was, was
1: fine. <laughs> yeah. so the washdown stalls were great because we put in a wash down area two wash down stalls with uh the drain in the floor you know so the the floors were slightly um angled downward not not tremendous amount but then we had our washdown mats that were in those areas mm-hmm. and we did have a, a window that was uh also had the the grill work that went over the top of it the grill work was hinged so we could um hinge it from we could take it from the top and pull it down we'd clean out the windows if we wanted to and then put that back up so the horses mm-hmm. couldn't push on the windows at all but mm-hmm. the light came in which was nice but we had overhead lighting as well mm-hmm. and um I'm trying to remember. We did have, I don't think we had the, did we get the overhead? I'm trying to think. Uh, No. We didn't have the overhead sprayers. But in this barn, I I would like to have maybe an Mm -hmm. overhead sprayer possibly to have that out of the way so that Mm -hmm. you can work around your horse and, you know, check those out and see And the lighting
2: that they put on the sides now that, you know, so you can see if there's something that is wrong Mm -hmm. with, you know, the horses and you're checking on something. I like that we have those lights now that are available.
1: I'd like to find out about recessed shelving, too, in, in that area when we do it, because to have the shelves that are flush with the walls so that you can set your different, um, you know, grooming tools or mm-hmm. washing, whatever you want, your sponges, your mm-hmm. shampoos and things like that, they're not where a horse can bump into it and knock it down on the floor mm-hmm. I and mean, you're try to pick it up and work with that. And so I'd like to look at that as well, too. So. It
2: was nice to have two of them. Actually. Oh, it was really
1: nice. Because we did, we were usually yeah. with someone and talking mm-hmm. and working together and it was fun. I think we're kind of, we're a tribe. We like yeah. to be together. We do. But, you know, if it's just you, even if it, you have a small barn, you don't have to have a big barn to have something that's wonderful. We have seen the prettiest little small barns that are just perfect and they're so effective. But if you have an area to wash or um, to groom, it, it does just help because it's kind of, out of the way, you don't have to be in the aisle. But if it's your aisle, you can do it in your aisle. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have all of these things to have the most efficient barn in the world. So and you can get the tiniest barn in the world,
2: I would, and it works. So I would say, you know, we had like we were talking about. This is a huge barn. It was it was really big and beautiful. But actually, the smaller barns that we had, we rode more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and that and, was you know it, it was just a season
1: humble, and, um you know you want your barn to be you have an idea of what you want your barn to be you know whether you want it to be peaceful or have you know like when you go in there it's 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 a work time um you have your reasons you know so you take your reasons for what you want with your barn maybe it's some people you walk into their barn and you just never want to leave it's just so Mm -hmm. peaceful and other places you walk in and you know it's time to you know go to work Mm -hmm. so you make your barn the way that you want it to be and and um the atmosphere of it though i think is is the horses of course and the people that are in it make the atmosphere so
2: so another thing that we had was uh, actual like grain room just for the just for the grain and the medicines and everything we always had a hay room and we, you know, always had the hay room and the grain and everything all in the same room. This time we had its, their, its own individual grain and medicine and notebooks and everything that mm-hmm. we did for the horses, which was kind of nice to have too. Mm-hmm. So the one thing I would say, and I
1: just wrote an article about it, was actually making sure that your grain is in a secure place because none of us want a horse to get out of their stall. Um, I also said, you know, I mean, as a, as a seasonal stall check, check your, your latches on your doors. Be sure that they're secure. If you have a horse that is a Houdini that loves to get out, um, maybe you need to put some kind of a foolproof latch on that or two latches. It just depends on your horse. But just to be sure that also, too, other animals that come through in the night. You don't want any animals around your feet. you don't want them in your grain and so forth. So we did have a room to put our grain in. We had uh, some some good containers to put the grain in. In the past, I have actually had um, like a, a, a grain like silo, not a silo, but actually like a grain bin to put it in that would be filled by the grain company. They mm-hmm. would come and fill it and we use that and that was outside of the, the barn. Um, That's another way to store if you have several horses, it's a good good way to use it. But if you don't go that route, but you buy in bulk, um, plastic containers, you can get a a plastic container with a good lid on it that's hinged or um, I know people that even use whatever containers that they Mm -hmm. find. People find a lot of different things in a lot of different places at good prices to put their grain Mm -hmm. in to keep it dry to keep it away from other animals and to also protect it. You never want a loose horse to get into grain for Mm -hmm. colic and that type of thing. So this had its own containers and a door that closed. And um, all of the information, like we keep a daily log of when the horses are taken care of, what, what is done, who does what. Um, if they had to give anything to the horses at the time or if somebody had a little cut or whatever, we keep track of all of that. And you don't have to be that detailed. But if you want to keep your warming schedule, if you want to keep your um, anything else that you want for your horses for their health, it's a good thing to do.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so the biggest part where my dad really went, you know, crazy with the size of the arena the Mm -hmm. arena was huge and it was it was another big space that yeah when when you have the horses that are kind of uneasy you know and you you're you're uneasy and they're uneasy and you're you're just beginning to work with them it was it was a little it was a little too big until we got used to the horses then when we got used to them they got used to us and we we did ride in there and it was really it was wonderful to have that big of a space so we're just
1: we're kind of like your average Joes in riding. Yeah. We're not professionals in, in the way of riding. We've shown, um, you know, we, we have done all sorts of different things with our horses. But then if we get busy with our office, we don't ride for a bit. And I wish I could say that we are totally consistent, but we're not all the time. And then when we go to get back on, we feel like we're fresh again, which, you know, we hope to be able to be more consistent once, once we get the barn built again. But we could take that uh, indoor and we could... Uh, you know, shorten it up or whatever. Um, we would either use a round pen mm-hmm. and take the panels and use that, or we would use um, um, you know a means of making it a little bit smaller. and then the help Mike wanted my husband wanted to have a room for more equipment at the end of the indoor. And then um, we had another building that was attached to the indoor as well, and he found out that that building worked just fine for all the equipment. So we had an extra large indoor. Mm -hmm. But it was great for Mm -hmm. clinics, and when people came, we had plenty of room for seating and people, and it worked out fine. We also heated it. Um, We didn't have the heat on all the time, but we could take the edge off, and that was Mm -hmm. nice when we did. Um, but you don't have to have that. I know plenty of people that don't do it. I know people that also have like the um the radiant heat um, that works as well. And in our cold, cold winters here, not everybody's in the cold, but here it gets it it gets a little cold. and um, I think for maybe I don't know, maybe at my age though I like it, I like to have a little bit of heat when it gets really, really mm-hmm. cold. Or sometimes for young writers, you know, the little ones get cold quickly. Mm-hmm. But um, that helped a lot. Um, your footing's important. Everybody has their choice on footing. Um, we talk about getting a faceted sand, one that doesn't uh, wear down as quick. And um, there are lots and lots of different uh, products and things for indoors. We We didn't go with a... Um, like a fabricated product of any sort but it worked out well for us and um, I one thing I would do differently though is mm-hmm. that I would find out we were looking at um, a system for uh, watering the indoor i I would look at what kind of a system we could put in for watering the indoor down um, We're so busy right now and uh, with the office which is great but to have the time to go out and and not have to water or uh, somebody that puts a sprinkler out there and moves it or forgets about it and there's a big puddle right. of water. That's We've all done that too, I'm sure, at one time or another. And so it's a good thing to think about what are you going to do with your indoor footing. And lots of different choices.
2: And that's where our hashtag and, and our movement of time to ride came from because even we need, you know, time to ride and we need the products that make it easier for us and this is why we do the research and how all these things have come to be yeah. because we we have little time sometimes some seasons some seasons are better and some seasons are shorter and you know you you just don't get the time to be able to do that so we we, want
1: time to write. yeah we do we want time to write. yeah as everybody does unless you're able to schedule your schedule it and and there have been times where we have been able to schedule Um, this has just been a busier time for us so we can't wait and That's what we're hoping RAM does for everybody, too. The products that we carry and the tips that we offer, we hope it gives you more time to get out and just ride your horse. That's Mm -hmm. what it's all about. It's our passion. It's what we do.
0: So to sum everything up, Mm -hmm. what are the couple things that you're planning on doing for your new barn it's
1: going to be exciting i may even have to ask people to give me their ideas too you know so that we can say that we put everything into the barn that we can but um you know to be able to have that indoor again is big so because of our winters they can be very Mm -hmm. cold and icy and or snowy i hope to be able to have an indoor it doesn't have to be big i'd like to have it be more of a um not as large, and a working space that's easy to work within. Mm -hmm. It can be small, but it needs to be efficient and effective. And then the ability um, to be able to, if we want to bring the horses in, be able to look at them, not be outside all the time with them. With the sheds, it's great. They love it. They do great with it. But for us, our convenience to be able to have them come in. A tack room that's working and useful, lighting, that's very important. Uh, the fans in the summer if we needed to offer that to the horses and then thoroughbads. Um thoroughbads. Yep. Uh pavers for the flooring so that it's not slippery. And also um uh grooming mats, that type of thing. I know it sounds pretty simple, but um, you know, we're just like everybody else. We our fencing is going to have to be laid out so that it's easy to get in and out of the barn. We want the shortest steps to go to turn our horses in and out. Mm-hmm. We don't want to have to walk long distances to turn the horses in and out. Personally, I don't I don't we just don't have the time. So those are some of the tips and key things, I think. I know there's going to be others after we get done talking that will be like, oh. But that will be in another episode. Yeah, so. we
2: yeah. have much more to talk about because we, we had a couple more moves after that. So moving the horses a couple more times. And yeah. so there's even more to talk about and more, you know, yeah. as we start to do some research, you know, we can yeah. um, add on to what we're saying yeah. and what what new things we found. Yeah. So if anybody has anything new that they're loving, please let us know. Yeah you know, and we'll look into Mm -hmm. that.
1: And we understand what it's like because we will tell our people that call in here all the time, like what we feel would work for them and say, we can give you these options. What do you think works best for you? And it's so easy for us. But now when we're in the hot seat and it's us, then we're like, what do we want to do? You know, so there are so many options, but we will have it and we will tell you what we're going to do when we get to that point and then show you the building process. So Mm -hmm. it'll be fun.
0: All right. Well, stay tuned. We hope you enjoyed listening to our podcast and encourage you to share with all your equestrian family and friends. You can tune into the Late Night Riders podcast show every Friday night. Each episode will be uploaded exclusively on YouTube where you can subscribe to our channel to stay up to date with all of our latest shows. Do you have a topic you'd like to discuss? We want to hear from you. You may email us at podcast at or feel free to leave a comment below. Thank you again for listening.